1: Fantasy Sports and Politics, ain't no what the talk show, hot as this, cover every sport and we get it all right, log on the site, you can listen tonight, talk about the game, who in first place, you can even call up, state your own case, football, b soccer too, log on, ain't nobody stopping you, it's Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew uh. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew Yeah, like on, peace Hello everyone and welcome once again On a fine Thursday evening, 8 o'clock Eastern Time And if you're listening to us, you know you're listening to the FSP Crew Show. I am JT, aka the master. I'm always, all I'm joined by my team co host, Jeff the Joker. And like I said, we make up the FSP crew. The number to call in is 347 637 3220. I always say it double, <clears throat> twice, I should say. 347 637 3220 is the place to be. If you want to talk to Jeff or me, we got a great show. Half a time, like I said, ne- this week, next week, half an hour uh the week of the draft which is uh, 2 weeks from today 2 hours we're, we're going to go all as much as we can into the draft uh uh in uh, April 28th w- w- which is like, exactly 2 weeks from today but but people we have the schedule the NFL schedule coming out and we also have some big NFL news And we had some historic things happen in the NBA last night. So even though it's a half hour, we're going to try to get all that in and get the opinions of my man Mike and my man Jeff. Uh, And we got a full crew here, so I'm going to bring these guys in and we're going to start this show off. What's up, Mike and Jeff?
0: Hey, guys. Let's get started. Uh, It's going to be all thriller, no filler.
2: No nope. <laughs> <laughs> What's going
0: on <laughs> Okay Good to be all right. here
2: uh, sir. Good to be
1: here Yes, yes sir Alright I don't even, You know I don't even know Where to start Let me put it this way Let me start From yesterday And work into to today First of all The Black mom, Kobe Bryant The last game He would ever Put on a Laker uniform And play In a professional Football uh, um, Excuse me Professional basketball Game Kobe Bryant, facing the Utah Jazz, um, had a bunch of um, pregame hype, uh, pregame celebration, in-game celebration, and uh, um, decided that me, and I'm saying as, as, as the third person, me, Kobe Bryant, is going to give my fans and the many viewers that are tuning in to see my last game as a professional basketball player, a show. Scored 25 points in the fourth quarter. Outscored the whole Utah Jazz team in the fourth quarter. The Lakers were never winning, I mean, never uh, um, in the lead of that game until about two minutes or one minute before the game was over. And who helps them win the game with his 60th point on the free throw line? Kobe Bryant. I mean, you couldn't ask for a, a better um, Asta La Vista Chalcia um, than that. 37 years old, the oldest player to ever score that many points in his last game before he retires. I'm going to go to Jeff first before we even get to the other basketball uh, record. I'm going to go get to Jeff and then to, uh, Mike and get your thoughts on just Kobe Bryant. And and, and uh, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the game, but it was a hell of a game. It's definitely the finish. Hell of a finish. Talk to me, Jeff.
0: Yeah. I, if I was a gambler, I, I would have bet the over on Kobe's points, which I heard Vegas had pretty low. I don't know why. And I thought to myself, there's a good chance he could score 40, 50 points. But also, I knew he was going to take 40, 50, 60 shots because that's how much Kobe loves Kobe, you know. But uh, I, I swear to God, uh, maybe after a year off, uh, i you never know. Maybe he might play a year or two in uh, Italy or something because uh, he speaks Italian because uh, when he was a kid, his dad was playing pro ball over there. So... Uh, I don't know. I always wondered if he was going to finish up in Italy. And he he still could. You never know.
1: Talk to me, Mike. Man,
2: 50 shots. (laughs) I couldn't (laughs) believe I was seeing that last night. They might have put up 50 shots in an NBA game. It was crazy. But a good night for Kobe overall, even though he started out slow. uh, I I was slipping. I was watching Golden State. They quickly. Went up by 20, so I turned to watch the, the rest of the Lakers game. That was thoroughly entertaining. Uh, it was good to see a lot of stars come out and brace them for his final game. But 50 shots, man. You, you know what Seth Curry can do with 50 shots?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. And speaking of Seth Curry and the Golden State Warriors, that's ironic, Is on a historic night um, for Kobe. And then the Golden State Warriors at home playing the Memphis Grizzlies, who they just had uh, uh, beat in Memphis on Friday Friday or Saturday, I forget which day it was, uh, by a point. And uh, come back after playing the San Antonio Spurs and handed them uh, uh, one of their losses, at San Antonio Spurs at home that uh, the Golden State Warriors are seventy three and nine. Seventy three and nine. Now I've watched a lot of basketball in my day. I've seen uh, seventy two and ten. I've seen sixty nine and thirteen. Um I I've seen thirty three game winning streaks. Um the last two uh, the records I'm talking about were from the uh, the uh, Lakers, but seventy three and nine. Um, I don't know if that's that record. Uh, just like people thought the record that the Bulls had would never get eclipsed, I highly doubt that a team will come along in the future years. That would be able to eclipse that and go 74 and 8, 75 and 7, 76 and and 6. Because that's what they're going to have to do to be able to beat 74 and 8. I'm sorry, 74 and 8. That's crazy. I don't know what you guys think about that. And they did it handily to a team that's one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. Um, and they played – they earned it because the last three games they played, one being the Memphis Grizzlies twice, and the other one was the San Antonio Spurs, are no slouches in playing defensive basketball. Uh, I'm going to go to Mike first and then Jeff on this point. What do you think about that? What,
2: well, the 7 8 I don't see seventy four 8 ever happening. I was sad for you. When I saw it last night with the uh, the seventy three and nine, but uh, I don't think the team gonna keep their concentration for a whole season like that. The like, olders they can get close, but I don't think they can break their own record. But it was good to see, like like you, I, I saw the uh, the Chicago Bulls season, the seventy two and ten. I, I'm still gonna give the edge if they had to play head to head to the Bulls because their defense was been dominant that whole season, but. 73-9, uh, there's nothing to sleep at. That was a great record to see and watch. It was a great overall night for the NBA as well.
1: What's your thought, Jeff?
2: You know, I'll tell you, and
0: I've I, you know, i heard people put their two cents in about the, the uh, Warriors. I'll tell you, I love it. And the big reason why is that's how you defend a title. I know the season isn't over. They still got a playoff run, but... So many times in sports, not as much basketball as the other sports, you see a team coming off a title really very lackluster, you know, sometimes not even making the playoffs. And I can't remember a team who won a title, who even when they won the title weren't get, maybe getting the respect they deserve, go and just destroy for the entire regular season. I think it's great. I know this is an extreme example, but I I don't watch much baseball. But back in the 90s, remember when uh, the Marlins won the World Series and then uh, the owner unloads all the star players like like these guys had cooties or something? Boom. That's not defending your title, you know? Um, Yes. But I guess he was trying to get rid of the salaries because he was selling the team. But there have been other situations, you know, uh, in football, whenever the Giants win a Super Bowl, they usually stink the following year because you know there's reasons. It's you got a much longer season, everybody's gunning for you, it's a very high level of competition, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's reasons, and that, like I said, that's how you defend the title. You destroyed them in the regular season, and uh, they got a tough road. They're, they're probably going to have to beat San Antonio to make it to the finals. And then I guess that's the thing: is it, is it going to be San Antonio or Golden State that's going to play? Most likely Cleveland, and uh, that those are that's probably the most likely uh, matchup for the finals. I mean, you guys watch a little more hoops than I do, but I think that's pretty much uh, agreed to by most people. All right,
1: enough of the NBA from yesterday. Big news is the NFL, and the real big news. Which is like when I heard this, and I saw the 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 um, particulars in this trade. It, it 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 reminded me. It reminded me, and I don't know if it reminded you guys, but it reminded me of the. Um, uh,
2: I, I know you saw a little Daniel Snyder dancing in your head when you heard about this it, trade. It, 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 you you it, probably saw re- Daniel Snyder switch organizations. Today, didn't you? No, no, no. It
1: this reminded me of of uh the uh, uh, even crazier cr- trade um when the um uh New Orleans New Orleans Saints led by Mike Dicka um decided to trade their whole picks to get Ricky Williams. I mean if you look at this trade and, and and what the what the uh Rams gave up to the Titans let me and let me just run this down what they gave up okay let me where I just had it Rams gave up um um quite naturally they get the 15th pick um from the uh Titan I mean from the um the Titans get the 15th pick. I'm sorry. Um, they get the 43rd pick, the 45th pick. They get the 76th pick uh, from, the, um, from, the, uh, um, from the Rams. And they also get a first and a third round pick next year. I mean and and the Rams in turn get the number 1 pick. They get a fourth round pick and they get a seventh round pick. Like uh, you you got to be kidding me. When I when I when I saw this trade, I'm saying, you got to be kidding me. Now That's a lot of picks. They have I think they have 6 or 7 picks within the first 76 Picks. That's what I'm talking about the Tennessee Titans And now they're picking 15th Versus uh, picking number 1 And John Robertson Who's the GM of the Tennessee Titans Says he's not done yet He says The, the, the um, Door is still open It's something like 7-11 It's never closed If you want to make a deal You want to come in and buy We are uh, uh, available to you So I'm going to go to Jeff this time and get your your opinion on this crazy trade, in my opinion, too excessive, uh, too much that I think the Rams gave up, but they really wanted to have the choice of one of the top quarterbacks. So they made that move. What's your thoughts, Jeff? And then we go to your
0: Yeah, I I concur because I think the two top prospects, they're both very good prospects, but neither one of them I think is 5 star because the the guy from Cal, you know, he's one of these shotgun guys who doesn't, you know, uh, take snaps under center. That's huge. And the other guy's coming from a lower level of competition, and Mm -hmm. he doesn't even have two full years as a starter. They're still both guys, still very good players, but I don't know if they're worth giving up an arm and a leg for. Uh, I think it's very smart of the Titans because, A, they got a quarterback, and, B, that's the position where guy, a team like the Rams who've been lacking in that department is willing to give up an arm and a leg. And, and they got plenty of time now to do what they want because they have so many picks that they might want a package to move back up a little. Um, I I heard the giants might move down, which I'm great with because uh, they have multiple needs. So it, you know, if they could move back a little and pick up another second round pick or something like that, I'm all for it. Cause you know, the, the one good thing about having a lousy team is it's hard to go wrong in the draft because you have so many needs, you know, but I guess the bad teams find a way to screw it up, you know? And I think, you know, the giants are drafting at 10. I think there's a drop off around eight or nine. So, but if somebody's willing to trade up to 10, I hope uh, the giants could get it done. And, uh, you know, um, The Rams do need a quarterback, and, uh, you know, I don't know if they've decided which guy they're going to go with, but uh, I think they need somebody who could help sell some tickets right away, and I don't think either one of those guys is ready for prime time.
1: Jeff, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, but talk. Uh, talk looked like they cut me off. I don't know what the heck happened. I'm calling my yeah. cell phone now to get back in.
0: Um, okay.
1: Because you could you couldn't hear me at all, right?
0: Uh, I I lost sound for I don't know maybe about a minute. Okay. Oh, can,
1: can you hear me on my? Uh...
2: I, I can hear you.
0: Okay. Hold on a minute. Let me just
1: try this. Hold on a minute, Jeff. Yeah. I got to talk to you on my cell phone. For some reason, on a block talk decided to kill me on my on the website. Hopefully, we're, we're still airing. I'm not sure what what's going on. Anyway, what were you saying about um, this trade? Excuse me. What were you saying about this trade?
0: Oh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I like it for uh, Tennessee. It looks like they got a lot. I think it, it, you got to give up a lot to get the first pick. I think, uh, I, I mean, the, the two top quarterback prospects, they're both very good prospects, but I don't think either guy is a five-star prospect. Um, right. You know, the one guy played uh, his whole career in the shotgun and the other guy's coming from a lower level of competition with less experience also because he's got less than two years' experience as a starter. So, right. uh But, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, one of the good things about this trade for the uh, Titans is that they got a full two weeks to, you know, package those picks, maybe move back up a little bit and whatever. And uh, I heard the Giants might be interested in trading down. They're in a 10th spot. And I hope they do because uh, if they can get another second-round pick, uh, they have multiple needs, and they might be able to get uh, another quality player. So, uh, you know, it should be an interesting two weeks. Like, Mike,
2: what's your thoughts on this freaking trade? Man, man this, this was a crazy trade when I heard it go down today. I was like, what is going on here? How does Jeff Fisher still have life coaching, Mr. 8-8? Eight and, eight? and why is it Rams? I mean, <laughs> The Rams, they, they got fleece, man. The Titans are going to make out like bandits with this trade. Uh, it's a lot of picks. I think they have, what, six or seven of the top 50 picks, I believe. Uh, I six, like that.
1: They have six of the top 76 picks. Yeah, so that,
2: that's crazy, man. The Titans uh-huh. are going to rebuild real, real quick off of that. Somebody's doing some good good fleecing going on over there in Tennessee. Uh, I want to see what they do with these picks, now, But for the Rams... I mean, they, they're going to find a way to screw it up either way. They've heard how many number one draft picks have gotten the right, so it really doesn't matter for them. But it, it's going to be a big, big mess for the Titans. I'm interested to see who they get in this draft now to help out Mariota. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, the other thing I wanted to come out, besides this draft, which relates to, to the NFL quite naturally, is uh, the uh, NFL Network right now is, is having a three-hour show releasing um, the up-and-coming 2016 NFL schedule with the first Thursday night matchup, which happens to be on September 8th, which is a rematch. And you know the NFL likes doing this. And quite naturally, you'll be able to get this streaming on Twitter, for those who don't know that. It's a Thursday night game, so Thursday night games are going to be available on Twitter, streamed on Twitter, Carolina at Denver. Um, with whoever is going to be the quarterback, with quite naturally Carolina looking for revenge, um, that should be an interesting game. I'm going to go down these these uh, games, and I see some intriguing games that I've been thinking about um, in the first week, which happens to be, ironically, believe it or not, on Sunday. Uh, the first Sunday of the NFL season is Sunday. September 11th. Wow. Uh, I didn't realize that until I'm looking at it right now. And uh, that's uh, pretty um, – I shouldn't say ironic, but it is is ironic. It's on a Sunday, and uh, September 11th is the first week of of the uh, beginning of the NFL uh, season. Um, Green Bay at Jacksonville. Buffalo at Baltimore. Chicago at Houston. Cleveland at Philadelphia, Tampa at Atlanta, Minnesota at Tennessee, Cincinnati at New York, Oakland at New Orleans, San Diego at Kansas City, division rival, Miami at Seattle, Detroit at Indianapolis, another NFC division rivalry, New York at Dallas. And uh, this will be very interesting, Eight, an 8-30 game on a Sunday night to, to, to round off the um, the first Sunday in football, uh, professional football. New England at Arizona. Out of the first week, guys, uh, I named them down there. Um, I see two that are really intriguing to me, um, which I think is Green Bay at Jacksonville, because Jacksonville I think is going to be uh, one of these teams that uh, got a lot of young blood. And going to be very interesting, especially at home. And quite naturally, New England at Arizona. Um, see how those two teams come out. What's your thoughts on what you like um, in this uh, first week of uh, the NFL season? Talk to me, Mike. I'm, I'm tired of playing the Jets every
2: season. The open season. It seems like we do that every year.
0: That's okay. what they, it does seem
2: like that. I don't know I why mean, that is. But, yeah, it's yeah, deja vu all over again. My goodness. I mean, I I, I I respect the rivalry, you know. I like talking crap to uh, the Joker when I can. I'm sure he likes talking crap to me. But every season? <laughs> Come on. <I'm> <laughs> gonna... <laughs> My goodness, man.
1: What, 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 else, what are the <laughs> other games that happen to stand out for you uh besides uh your um NFC um, matchup.
2: Oh I'm I'm also interested in that green Bay and Jacksonville. Jacksonville has been making a lot of lot of moves this offseason, season so I'm interested to watch that one as well. And uh what who was the Raiders opponent the did you do the Raiders? The Raiders, you think? Yeah. The Raiders are at New Orleans. Raiders, right yeah I'm interested in seeing that one too. What's your thoughts there, Jeff? What, well, what what, you, um,
0: what, what, what
1: uh, tweaks your uh, interest here?
0: Well,
2: there's you
0: know after the first week, there's three games in London, there's a game in Mexico City, um, and uh, there's something I don't get. I mean, I, considering how popular the NFL is, they, they should start Labor Day weekend. I know they, they. years ago they stopped doing that because they thought it would hurt the ratings. The NFL is so big, I don't think it will hurt the ratings. You know, it would be, I don't know, this way they could get, they start a week earlier, they could end the season a week sooner. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. know why they don't start it on Labor Day. Well, um,
1: two games I left out were Monday night, September 12th, two interesting games, Pittsburgh at Washington, and the L.A. Rams open up their season in L.A. Back in L.A. again against their um, Northern California rival, uh, NFC West rival, the San Francisco 49ers. So, more more than likely, both these two teams um, are going to be starting um, new quarterbacks, and uh, two teams that, in my opinion, are going in different directions. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how the uh, L.A. Rams uh, fare going to uh, San Francisco and, and uh, uh, see if they can start the season off right, or um, go back to L.A. Uh, with a loss and with a win from San Francisco. So, um, and then well, uh, well, the Rams
2: will Kaepernick still be there? Is Will Kaepernick still be there?
1: Uh, that, that's the story You know, I, I saw a couple of articles online Saying that there's always Always already Excuse me, there's already a um, Trade in place Kaepernick going to the Denver Broncos It just hasn't been announced yet They're going to wait until the uh, uh, I guess draft day or Give or take a day So There's a possibility, more than likely Colin Kaepernick's not going to be A ram I mean, they're not going to be a 49er. So, uh and then quite naturally with the Rams moving up to number 1, it throws a lot of teams that were looking to get one of the top quarterbacks, either Wentz or Goff, um because the the teams were in a position to do so. Now, because the Rams made this blockbuster trade and move up to 1, um Right now, I got to believe a lot of teams are backtracking and trying to go to Plan B or C to see if uh, if they have to move up to try to get one of the other uh, one of the uh, quarterbacks um, that are going to be left, or have a contingency plan and and, uh, maybe move down in, in the draft and catch one of the other quarterbacks. Um, it's going to be interesting for these two teams. Uh, I'm not two teams, but these teams that are needy of a quarterback, like San Francisco, even the jets, who knows what the jets are going to run, wind up with, with, um, if Fitzpatrick is going to eventually sign. Um, and quite naturally your, your team is looking to get a, 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 uh, um, qualified or, or somebody, uh, to back up Tony Romo for the future. Um, and uh, now they have to backtrack because of what the Rams did. Um, and the Rams, believe it or not, the Rams have the third toughest, supposedly, based on the teams that they're going to be playing for this year, third toughest schedule in 2016. So that being said, we've got about a minute left. You guys got anything that you want to put out there before we uh, exit
0: out of here? Um, talk to me, um, Jeff, and then Mike. Uh that's it. Uh, been real, and uh, tune in next week.
1: I you, Mike. Might... Uh, Jeff,
2: who's who that wrestler that passed away this week? I, I, I wonder if you knew anything about him. Oh, uh, no, uh, I didn't, because un- unfortunately, you know, uh,
0: wrestling doesn't get a lot of coverage from the mainstream sports media, and very sadly, many uh, wrestlers uh, – to pass away too young. Usually, I got a couple buddies who usually email me if uh, a notable wrestler passes away. I didn't hear about it. I'm going to look that up right now.
2: Yeah, I, I, I forget the guy's name. I think he was like 43 or 44. Yeah, that's I too young. It. Uh, yeah, he was Tuesday and Wednesday, I believe I saw. It. But I, I, his name is k right now. Oh, okay.
1: Um, Balls Mahoney?
2: That's well, a that's
1: what that's what, what guy. Balls Mahoney dies at 44. Oh my God, really? Well, maybe may he rest in peace. Um, call him Axel Rotten. So, EWC and WWE wrestler, 44 so he, years he,
0: old. Yeah, uh, WWE's a big promotion and ECW is a real tough hardcore promotion, but you know. People see these guys, you know, mixing it up once a week on a on a show. But a lot of these guys, they're doing the same thing six, seven nights a week. Uh, they really take their lumps, and then uh, sometimes they get messed up with uh, these heavy duty prescriptions, and uh, uh, they get involved with some bad stuff sometimes.
2: Mhm.
1: All right, guys. Well, next week is another half an hour show before we uh, get to the uh, um, um, the draft show, which is the twenty eighth. I want to thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for those who have been listening. Uh, tune in next week, same time, same spot. Uh, we'll be talking about the week in sports, and we'll also be talking about um, the first week in the NBA um, playoffs um, because the season ended yesterday, and now we're we'll getting into the playoffs to see who's going to get that crown. Um, for Mike, Jeff, and myself, thank you for calling. And-